Glad you're with us here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's about you and your wallet. I want you to learn ideas to me so that you can save more and spend less. And don't let anyone ever rip you off. Clark.com is our main website. ClarkDeals.com, where you go to see ways to save money each and every day. Coming up in... Today's Clark Rage is actually a reverse Clark Rage. I am so inspired by how people in Texas and parts of Louisiana are rallying around to help each other, to serve each other. And those stories mean so much to me because in a crisis, you see the best in people and the worst in people. And I am always touched by the best in people and i want to talk with you about that just a little later and also later today i'm going to talk about target which is a store a lot of people love but realize it can be a little pricey target has come up with a new strategy that can benefit you if you love shopping at target that will also help you find your way potentially to lower prices unadvertised specials there's something that i feel like i am facing a wave of fire that i cannot put out and it's these terrible gross awful rotten terrible misleading ads that run over and over again on television for those trashy reverse mortgages this is something that is designed to take advantage of your parents to strip them of the equity in their home to build in a mountain of ultra high fees and potentially to make your parents homeless you see the tv ads you see these kindly actors that your parents may remember from decades ago and they're they're a friendly face pitching them on how this is such a wonderful way after you've worked so hard over your life to be able to stay in your home and have your home serve you and they make it sound so sweet and wonderful but what you need to know is reverse mortgages blow up on people all the time. They're blowing up on taxpayers. Taxpayers are on the hook right now for more than $10 billion in money that the feds are having to pay to the sleazy lenders that are running all those ads all the time. Because they set somebody up in one, they end up being foreclosed on, You and me as taxpayers have to eat the loss, the homeowner gets put out, and the bank gets the home. And you and I get stuck with the bill. So there are new rules that are being put in place that are going to put up more guardrails on the terrible lending that's going on with this reverse mortgage stuff. The fees are going to be higher up front. 
The amount you can borrow is going to be reduced in most cases. And I hope that those higher fees will convince people that are hearing this song and dance to stay away from the reverse mortgages. And there are very, very, very rare cases where a reverse mortgage makes sense. But know what's going on with your parents. Know what they're up to. And be prepared to talk this through with them before they make an irrevocable, terrible error and do one of these rotten, stinking, lousy reverse mortgages. Rachel's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Rachel. Hey, Clark. How you doing? Great. Thank you, Rachel. You want to talk about a scam phone call that you want to warn your fellow listener about. Yes, I do, and thank you for taking my call. Certainly. Um, yesterday, we received a call, and it said invalid number on the caller ID, which normally we don't answer, but my husband got this, and it was um, a young woman, and she said she was from Medicare, and she needed to update my husband's Medicare information. And unfortunately, he did verify our address with her, before he said, you know, my wife handles this. You better talk to her. And what I saw, you know, at first was, okay, I know they're getting new Medicare cards, finally taking the Social Security numbers off. It took them long enough, didn't it? Um, sure did. And, yeah, really. And um, she said that she wanted to verify his Medicare information. And I just told her, that I had seen nothing on television saying we were going to be getting these calls, and it didn't look like she was calling from a government number, and that I was not going to talk to her, and I hung up. Right. You did the, exactly the right thing. Let me tell you what the scam is. Okay. This is a big scam all over America. So someone calls, and they pretend to be calling from the Medicare program or from Social Security. And if they call about Medicare, just as you said, they're calling supposedly for the issuance of the new cards. Mm-hmm. For Social Security, they're calling and saying you're due a cost of living adjustment, but we need to verify your information for you to receive it. So what they get out of you in either phone call is they get enough information where they change your direct deposit for your Social Security money from you to the crooks. So getting the address was only the first part of the information that they were trying to get out of you before they were done. They would have probably tried to get your bank routing information and your social security number. Okay. So you did exactly the right thing hanging up and you also did something wonderful by you bringing up the topic It gave me an opportunity to reinforce this for people to be aware and be wary. Well, I just felt like we've seen the advertisements, they're going to get the new cards, and I thought how many elderly people are going to think this is legit? Well, that's what's so great about you calling, because you are so right, and you know, you just got to be aware, be wary. And never, here's the key rule, Rachel, never give personal information to someone who has called you, even if the caller ID had said 
Medicare or Social Security or whatever, you still don't give that information because you don't know that they ever are who they say they are. And that's why it's not okay to give that information to someone who ever calls you. Adam is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Adam. How's it going? Clark, I'm doing wonderful. This is a, uh, a pleasure and an honor to finally speak to you, longtime listener. Well, it's great to have you here, and you have a question that is going to be a big problem for the next year. I do, I do. So, uh, first, you know, my heart goes out to everyone in Texas that's dealing with the devastation, and uh, my question may seem insensitive to some, and I don't mean it that way, but uh, I've been driving a, uh, uh, my, my truck for the last 15 years, and I was in the market for uh, a new one this year, and I was looking to, uh, you know, maximize my savings by taking advantage of manufacturers' incentives and ultimately, uh, you know, hopefully uh, year-end closeout models. And my question was that uh, I, I was wondering what you thought about uh, storms of this nature causing a spike in demand due to the amount of vehicles that are taken off the road, if that could disincentivize the manufacturers from uh, deep discounting. Okay, so there's a couple of things here, and I'm glad you're asking this question. The, the timing is, as far as the amount of vehicles that are going to have to be replaced, which... It's likely going to be more than a million cars, uh, could be a couple of million cars, trucks, SUVs. The timing is fortuitous because the automakers have been running out of potential buyers. And so this will help with demand as far as drying up discounts. Uh, way too early to tell on that. There is another issue that uh, I was going to talk about next week after the flooding had receded, but because you bring up this topic of the flood cars, I'm going to go ahead and address it, Adam. I'll address it again in greater length later, and that is how to protect yourself from all these flood cars that are going to end up on dealer lots. And we are going to put up at Clark.com, just as we have done in past flooding situations like when the Midwest had the bad floods. Was that two years ago? I'm trying to remember when that was. And there are easy steps you can take and there are free title checks you can do where you will be able to eliminate getting stuck with one of these flood cars. So with the vehicle title history checks, normally you have to pay to do a check on a car, but the flood car thing is something that is made available to you for free, and you won't have to pay to at least eliminate any vehicle from your consideration that has been made to look pretty, but would be an ugly story for you. Jenny joins us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Jenny. Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. Certainly. I have a question. I um, have TV, home phone, and internet with a large company, and I pay with all the taxes and everything one twenty-one a month. Um, my 
contract is just coming up in September, and I wanted to change. But as I look around to try to get Internet and home phone, it doesn't seem like I'm going to have that much of a savings after speaking to friends and family who've, like, pieced together their TV channels on the littler companies. They end up paying right about what I'm paying, so I'm confused. Okay, so... First, on the home phone, how much do you still use a home phone? I use it all the time. So you're the last American who uses a home phone? (laughs) Yeah. And how much of your home phone use is for long-distance calls versus local? I don't know. Maybe a third is long-distance. Okay, because I was going to suggest to you that you should instead look at a deal that is TV and Internet together. Okay. And get your home phone service from a company called Uma, O-O-M-A dot com. Okay. Uma offers, according to Consumer Reports, the best phone service in America. And it tends to cost about, oh, it's about 6 or $7 a month, depending uh, on where okay. you live, with unlimited uh-huh. long distance and all calling features included. Oh, okay. So if you pull the phone part out of the, out of the deal and you're only looking for internet and television, you're going to be able to reduce your costs. But the best deal in America right now... For internet? For internet and TV in combination... Okay. ...is actually from AT&T. Oh, okay. And the reason is, is AT&T bought DirecTV for some total of nearly $50 billion. Wow. And they haven't been able to make it really work yet for them. Uh-huh. So they're heavily discounting for a two-year period the combination of pay TV and Internet at extremely low combination prices. And just make sure that whatever you agree to, you have in writing Thank you. that it's what you're going to have because there have been a lot yeah. of problems with AT&T with the price you're quoted not being the price you're billed. Thank you. I really appreciate your help. So check that out. Check out UMA, O-O-M-A dot com. I'm telling you, it is a wonderful service. I've been using it since UMA started probably more than a decade ago. I love the thing. This is normally the time for a Clark Rage, but right now I just want to extend my thanks to all the people doing so many wonderful things for people who are in distress and danger people putting their own boats into service to go out and rescue people. Who knows how many lives have been saved by the bravery and tireless efforts of both people who are in uniform and civilians that have been out saving others. I am grateful to you, and I don't know if you heard about this furniture store in Houston Gallery Furniture, which is a huge furniture store in Houston, that opened its locations as shelters and used the beds in the stores and the restrooms they had and all that to provide shelter, offered refuge to pets. I mean, this is just the kind of stuff that people should do for each other in the time of a crisis and crisis is a overused word and the scale of what's going on in texas is so great 
that it's hard for us as humans to wrap our arms around it. But this has been a Herculean effort as we deal with the ravages of these rains and the flooding that has happened. And all different organizations are stepping up. Airbnb is offering people in the affected flood zones free housing where they're matching up, they're using their platform to match up Airbnb hosts that are willing to host people for nothing while they get their lives back on their feet. Again, as I've said so many times over the years, in a disaster, in a crisis, in an emergency, you see the best in people and the worst. But day after day in Texas, we're seeing the best. I'm glad you've joined us here on the Clark Howard Show where you learn how to save more and spend less. And don't let anyone ever rip you off. Clark.com is our main website. You can follow me at Facebook.com slash Clark Howard. And if you ever miss an hour of the show on the radio, you can catch up on our podcast. It's available at all the popular places to download a podcast. Plus, you can go to our podcast from Clark.com. Target, or Target to the people that love it, has been going through a midlife crisis. It's been having a really tough time. Recently has reported good numbers for the first time in forever. And Target is trying to come up with a way to, excuse this, target its most loyal customers. You know, Amazon has Prime as a way to do so. A number of companies have specific strategies. The warehouse clubs, you have to pay a membership fee to be a member. But Target has been all over the board trying to figure out how to serve people and also lose its perception as being a very expensive place to shop relative to the competition. So Target has a new and improved app. I've downloaded it. I've been looking through it. I've been learning how to use the new Target app. And it incorporates Target's failed initiative. Target wouldn't, their PR spend wouldn't support it being called failed initiative. But they had a failed initiative that was called Cartwheel. That was the way they tried to target, oh, I said that word again, focus on offers to a particular individual based on that particular individual's shopping pattern. And so I'm looking at my cartwheel right here and the items that it's got offers specifically for me because they target... I said that word again. They, I don't, what other word is there I can use? They zero in on what things they feel that I would be interested in And I'd say they're about half right here, but over time, they get better and better as they're able to track your shopping by the app. And so the important thing for them is that Target will lose seven days out of seven if they just try to be the cheapest across the board. They can't do it. I mean, nobody can compete with the warehouse clubs. And so they've got to have a different strategy, and one is a new focus on fashion, specifically for women and children. There are new private labels 
that Target is steadily rolling out with the cartwheel program incorporated in the Target app offering deals that are specific to you and Target also with the red card giving their most loyal customers 5% off and there's no fee to be part of that. And Target is looking at a number of ways to try to stand out and one area they, they have not had any market focus at all they're getting into big time is wine. And Target has come out with five different wines as part of a new Target initiative called California Roots. And they're going to have these wines that are generally targeted to be... Can I stop with that? The price points are going to be roughly around $5. And they want wine to be something that you think of their store for. So people that are loyal to Target are going to account for a larger and larger percent of their sales, and you will be rewarded for it if you jump through the right hoops, which the first two are the Red Card and the Target app. Tony's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Tony. Hi, Clark. How are you doing today? Great, thank you. So we want to talk jobs for teenagers, huh? Yes, we do. Um, I was talking to my daughter, Yasmin, uh, the other day because uh, I guess they had a uh, career discussion at school. And uh, she's interested in doing dermatology as a career, but she wants to start off now kind of figuring out a way to where she can save up some money. And we've seen the, you know, the standard uh, babysitting and dog walking, but she wants something a little outside the box. And she mentioned, you know, possibly like online type of opportunities. And I know you've talked about those before, and a lot of them are, are kind of scams or really don't don't uh, lead to much so i was kind of just wondering if you had any thoughts on something that uh she may be able to do the teenagers that are making the most money as uh, in kind of entrepreneurial ventures or teenagers that are finding something in technology that they can serve adults with i about six weeks ago i talked about a teenager who's making about twenty five thousand dollars a year doing cell phone screen repair Okay. Um, there are teenagers that are offering to set up home networks for people. Uh, you know, where people never seem to have good internet in their homes. And uh, there are people who can help with a website or an app for a business, you know, for small businesses that can't afford to pay a big web, web developer or app developer. I mean, it's all a matter of if your daughter has skills that she can provide services to people that have anything to do in the technology realm. It's one field that there's doesn't matter how young you are or how old you are, as long as you have the ability. Okay. Any yeah, skill nice. in those that's areas good. for her? Uh, she's interested in you know some of the technologies. Um, I try to get her into, uh, kind of the different um, STEM programs uh, for science and technology at school to kind of start building those skills for her. Um, but I think that's something she can probably dive into and, and pick up quickly because, I mean, nowadays they're, they're on their phones and, you know, iPads and everything else and a lot, a lot smarter than we are with these technology uh, devices nowadays. So if I were looking at where you monetize that, that's how you do it. Any, any of those kind of things because other opportunities – you said she's how old? 
she'll be turning 14 uh, here in a couple months. So a 13-year-old, it's, it's hard unless you create your own enterprise for someone under age 16 to make money. But if she does create her own enterprise, it opens up so many doors for her, including even in high school, potentially uh, well-paying summer jobs once she's 16. So if she can find, a, you said it right, a STEM kind of opportunity, that would be great. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a, that's a good path and a good avenue for her. Um, yeah, she's always listened to your show, so I told her, yeah, put in a question and and, uh, and see what the kind of response we can get. Uh, so I greatly do appreciate uh, you guys taking time out. Well, and, I wanted to thank and you let me tell you what I appreciate. At 13, she's looking to be industrious, to make money, to learn skills. That is absolutely wonderful. You know, we give different messages to kids today for good safety reasons. But when I was a kid, there were no child labor laws. And I was working in a warehouse at 11 years old, probably in an environment that was not particularly safe for me to be in. But it was just expected and normal that as soon as you could, you worked. And that was what I did starting from... Uh, gosh, my son is older than that, and I can't picture him doing something like that today. So there are other things that your 13-year-old daughter can do and be really productive and earn some decent money. Joyce joins us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Joyce. Hi. Hi. How are Uh, you doing today? I'm doing great, and thank you for taking my call. Certainly. Um, I had a question. My husband and I are retired. Um, he recently inherited $10,000. Well, I'm sorry he, he lost a loved one. Yes, he, he did. But uh, the gentleman was almost 94 and lived a great life. So that, that's a good thing. 94? <laughs> um, yes. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever make it into that kind of rarefied air of age. Well, I probably won't either, but that's okay. <laughs> Um, I, anyway, we don't, we wanted to save this in an emergency fund, um, but we want, uh, you know, uh, for emergencies, but we wanted it somewhat available, but also to gain some interest because we don't need it right now. And I was wondering if you could, uh, recommend some place that we could put it besides like a savings account where you don't get any interest. Well, a savings account where you could earn some interest would be a good choice. Um, yeah. But it's still going to be only like one and a quarter percent. Right. And so that's the problem. When you have money you need to have available, but you don't know how soon or how much of it you'll need, it's hard to do anything other than slap it in savings. So let's talk Mm. this through. Okay. How much of that $10,000, because you have not had that $10,000 prior to now, how much Mm -hmm. of it would you probably really need for an unexpected event or emergency? Actually, we don't need it right now, and we do have some other uh, savings for emergencies and, you know, car repairs, things like that. So we actually don't need it. So I think Uh, that money would be better invested maybe conservatively but invested Mm -hmm. rather than looking at parking in a savings account if there's 
if there wasn't truly a need for it before your husband inherited it, and there's not really a clearly defined need now for it being available as emergency money, Mm -hmm. then if it's money that's for who knows when in the future, then I do think that should be invested instead of put in savings. Okay, and where would we invest it? (laughs) That's a good question. All right, I'll tell you a move that I would like for that. Charles Schwab, have you heard of them, the discount broker? They have Uh a program called Intelligent Portfolios. Uh-huh. And it is an investment account where you are paid, where you have to pay no fees for advice to pick the fund, uh-huh. and you just you just work out with Schwab. You can go to an office, sit down with somebody, and you tell them what level of risk you're comfortable with, and all that. And they come up with the intelligent portfolio, which is a mix of investments, which is right for the circumstance. They keep a certain amount of the money in cash. So that if a time did come that you needed some cash, you could pull it out of the intelligent portfolio. Oh, uh uh-huh. Okay. And what's so good about the intelligent portfolios, again, is even though they're tailoring this to your husband, they don't charge you a fee for somebody guiding and advising you. So the money all goes to work for your Mm -hmm. husband. How do they make money? I'm just curious. So they're Schwab funds that mm-hmm. go into the intelligent portfolio, and they make small management fees on the funds, but very small. Uh, I see. Okay. All right. Well, I will check that. We will check that out. And I uh, thank you very much for your advice. Sure. And I hope you have a great day. And Joel, why don't we do a couple of Ask Clarks here? Sounds good, Clark. Let's do it. Dan Dan wrote in recently, and he said, I heard you advising a caller on the air which credit cards are good for providing rental car insurance. What you didn't mention is that many auto insurance policies include rental car insurance. Why didn't you have the caller check his policy before applying for a new credit card? What a wonderful question. Okay, so most auto insurers will cover temporary use of a rental car which is usually considered to be a 14- or 15-day period, although occasionally an auto insurer will consider a 30-day use of a rental car to be temporary use. And then your coverages somewhat mirror what you have on your own automobile insurance for your own vehicle. But when you rent a car, if you have something happen with that rental car, even if it's not your fault, there are any of a number of fees that the rental car company assesses. So the credit cards, using one of them for a rental, the credit cards come in as generally secondary coverage. So whatever your own automobile insurance doesn't cover, the credit card overlays with it and protects you from the blind side from the car rental industry of charging you a whole bunch of crazy junk fees like loss of use and things like that. So it is actually the combination, one without the other is not enough, The two combined is what gives you the best peace of mind. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. 
Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget, giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So we talked about as a crew just now, what I talked about a few minutes ago, if you're just tuning in, I was talking about Target introducing its own line of $5 wines, California something. And so we're going to do, I don't drink wine, so wine to me tastes like medicine, but we have a number of people on our whole staff, on our digital staff radio staff, TV staff, who do enjoy wine. And we're going to step up to the plate for you. This is what we do for you. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thank so you. So we're going to buy the Target wines, the new $5 Target wines. We're going to buy the Aldi wine. We're going to buy Two Buck Chuck at Trader Joe's. We're going to buy wine from the nation's second largest supermarket chain, Kroger, that has a discount private label line. And we're going to try... A, a red from all four stores, a white from all four stores. And just for you, Kim, we're going to have pinks. Just for you, nobody else is going to taste those. We're just going to have them. <laughs> I do like you. a little pink wine. <laughs> Which you said is called what? Rosé. Rosé. <laughs> you see, I know a whole lot about wine. In fact, I know nothing. When I'm ever flying on one of the foreign airlines that serves free liquor when you're flying, um, and they come around with the wine, and they don't ask, do you want it? They ask which you want, and they're holding two bottles, and I'm like, just water? And they look at me like, you are really a loser, aren't you? So I will not be part of this, but we'll tell you which wines win, which lose, and all that. It'll be great. We'll see if we can do a Facebook Live with it so people can watch. We're going to make sure all of you get home safely that day. Absolutely. Innkeeper statute, I'm not going to... I'm not going to go to prison because you run into somebody because you've had wine that I served. So (laughs) I had promised a minute ago that we were going to do Ask Clarks and kind of being vacant in the head. I did one and then that was it. So Joel, let's do another. Let's do a Clark. Curvin wrote in and said, what are your thoughts about the Amazon Fire Stick as a viable alternative to cable? My cable bill keeps creeping higher and higher. Amazon is in second place on the thing with the television access for the, all the streaming products. But I'll tell you, nothing comes close to Roku or OKU. If you're going to get a device to stream television, get the Roku. It is brilliantly designed, well thought out. It is what iPhone used to mean for cell phone users, ease of use. The Roku is the equivalent of a well-thought-out iPhone for television. It is an extraordinarily inexpensive device. The cheapest version at retail is $29. The expensive ones are like $100. You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. Thanks for tuning in to The Clark Howard Show today. And if you're like me, you like deals, we got our deal diggers hard at work at ClarkDeals.com that help you save money day in and day out. We work around the clock to find the best deals for your wallet, 
and they're on a variety of consumer items. Check out ClarkDeals.com. 